Lawler fulfills lifetime ambition by reaching Olympics. Article by Kieran Murphy. A quest lasting seven years ended for Marcus Lawler when the Irish team for the Olympic Games in Tokyo was announced on Thursday. The Carlo sprinter had known he had been selected, but the official announcement wasn't made until well after he had been informed. While close family members and friends knew, he had to keep it secret. Over the last seven years now, the Tin Ryland man has always been able to roll with the punches which sporting life throws up. From an elevated ranking position in the mid-thirties before the Games were called off last year, it has been an anxious time of late. There was also the passing of his beloved grandmother, Nana June Lawler, which hit him and the whole family badly. She was his biggest fan. I lost Nana June in March, Daddy's mammy. She was mad keen on asking me would I get to Tokyo. When would I be in Tokyo? I hope I will be around to see you. She died in March, so she's not around to see me, said Marcus sadly. I found out on a Wednesday about his selection on the Olympic team, and Wednesday was her birthday. We were down in Castle Gregory. She wanted her ashes spread, and I found out that day, Wednesday the 30th of June, and the cut-off was the 29th of June. I just thought, I don't know what kind of word to use. There is something about that, and it is a pity she's not here to see it. I found out on her birthday the day we spread her ashes in Kerry, said Marcus, who did well to hold back a tear as he recalled a week full of emotion. There were two routes which would have got Marcus a place in the Olympics. He didn't make the qualifying time, so he had to get there through the world rankings. The top 56 made it. He was 49th going into the last week, with a number of races still up for grabs. It has been really stressful and anxious watching the world rankings change over the last couple of months, even years. So constantly keeping an eye on that and making sure you're in the top 56. At the end of the day, the top 56 best athletes in the world go, and that is it. I'm after finishing up at 50th, so I am qualified and am going. That is it, he said. He is 26 years of age now. One of his biggest early disappointments in sport was losing a minor football final to Aerog when Tin Ryland were firm favourites to beat their old rivals. It was around that time he had to make a decision, and football, which he loves, had to go. In 2013, Marcus smashed the 30-year-old 200-metre schools record, recording a time of 20.87 seconds. That day in Tullamore, he also won the 100 metres and recorded a glorious treble when anchoring the Carlo CBS team to gold in the 4x100 metres relay. Now here he is and on his way to Tokyo. I have qualified for the Olympics, the pinnacle of sport. I think the journey all started in first year in college, probably seven years ago now. That is when I met the sports officer in Carlo. I met Mick Dempsey. We talked about strength and conditioning, training programs and different things. This was a long-term project. It has happened now. I think that is where it really started. For a couple of years, he could do no wrong. Then he hit a few stumbling blocks. In 2015, I ran 0.2 of a second off the qualifying standard for Rio 2016. Going into that year, I was saying I can improve by that 0.2 of a second no problem. I didn't. I didn't qualify for Rio, and I had it in my sight that I could, but I didn't. I was 0.2 of a second too slow. I had it in my mind then I could have another crack at this. 
It has come through now, he recalled. Elation and disappointment have accompanied the Carlo man for many years now. Some sportsmen doubt themselves and threaten to give it up. There was never a time Marcus felt like throwing it all in. He was focused on competing at the Olympic Games. There were many discussions with Patricia, his mother and his coach. After bad performances, you have to go back and have a serious chat. There has been an awful lot of figuring out. Even in Olympic year, when most of the hard work had been completed, they had to review some of his races. His coach was unable to attend the Nationals because of Covid and the restrictions. After indoors this year, I had a poor indoors. I came out of the track after that. She, Patricia, saw it in the stream. There was one particular part of the race where you wondered, why is this happening? What do we need to do to fix it? Where do we go from here? Essentially, we come home, pull out the folders, the training plans, we write things down, we pull our hair out, we have discussions with my gym coach, my technical coach, other coaches. It is head-wrecking. It is just about finding out why things go wrong and how we can improve. It goes on for days as it goes around in your head. There comes a time you have to park it and trust the plan. Rewrite the plan to try fix the wrongs and go again. There have been many. I had a disappointing national final this year. I lost my form and my rhythm coming down the home straight after putting myself in a good position. I seemed to lose all my flow and my rhythm. That was only two weeks ago. Losing to Leon Reed was disappointing, but he was denied silver by Rahini's Mark Smith. That sort of run was not expected, and he had to deal with that. The following Tuesday, he was in Switzerland for a meeting, which went well enough for him. I was second in the B race. I had to be there to beat some guys, which I did do. Time wasn't anything special. It started to hailstone during the race. I did my job, filled a lane, and beat the guys I had to beat. Going back to earlier in the year, he changed clubs, leaving St. Lawrence O'Toole's, and is now running in the Clonliffe Harriers colours. Again, without getting in and outs, and there are no in and outs, it comes back to decisions we make to help better myself in Olympic year. I am always looking to get better, to be more ambitious, and that was the reason behind it. I am also training in Dublin quite a bit, and that was another reason. It made sense for me to join Clonliffe Harriers. It is essentially about joining a bigger club to set higher standards and be better. Every single decision I make is to how to get to Tokyo, and this was one of those decisions that I had to make and do, which I did. I was very happy in the Nationals. Obviously, I would have liked a different colour medal, but I'm very happy in their singlet. Despite the move, he still has his team behind him. The training base at IT Carlo. You need facilities. In IT Carlo, I have them there. The new Southeast Sports Campus. The new track. It is unbelievable. It is class, and I'm lucky enough to be allowed into that. I train in the Institute of Sport at Morton Stadium as well. The college have been a massive help to me. I am the ambassador for athletics in there, and they have supported me right the way through, even since I have left the college. Training partners have been ever-present. Lads like Stephen Gaffney, the local guys here, Adam Murphy and Shane Webb. That is our training group. We train together. We have done it together. We turn up at the track together. There is a lot of local support as well. Texts, calls, support on social media. None of that goes unnoticed. 
Joma Sport is my sponsor. Cullen Motors have supported me as well. I don't want to leave anyone out, he stresses. Marcus is a member of the Olympic Federation of Ireland Schools programme, Dare to Believe, which aims to inspire young people to believe in themselves through an interactive curriculum that explores the Olympic values using Team Ireland role models to bring the messages to life. He is also the IT Carlo Athletics Ambassador. Then there's Murren, his girlfriend, who has been with him through thick and thin. She is brilliant. I go away a lot and she obviously cannot go away with me. She is very excited, very supportive. His father Tom and Patricia and his brother and sister have watched, helped and encouraged him. I suppose the family house is interesting. We might be talking about athletics. Grace might come in and say, you're talking about athletics again. But at the end of the day, they have all been very supportive. Grace is playing county football with Carlo at cornerback. Morris is playing club football with Tin Ryland. They have their goals. Mammy and Daddy have been a massive support since day one. The one supporter which still gets to me is Nana, who is not here. I was very close to her, and that is the supporter who won't be there, unfortunately. Hopefully, I'll be able to do her proud in Tokyo. She was a major support, loved watching it, loved going to the races, and she was very much in touch with it right the way through. Watson matches his father's achievement of representing Ireland at Olympic Games. Article by Kieran Murphy. Sam Watson's selection to represent Ireland in Tokyo means he joins a small list of father and son combinations who have represented their country at the Olympic Games. Tin Ryland based John Watson represented Ireland in the equestrian discipline at Seoul in 1988. Now his son, who also lives in Tin Ryland, is set to follow in his footsteps. Having flown out to Germany on Sunday, the Irish team have already left Ireland for the Games. As part of their preparations, the horses will have to go into quarantine and will also undergo some standard health examinations. In Germany, the Irish team will fine-tune their preparations. The squad will then leave Europe on the 19th of July, arrive in Japan the next day, and will start competing on the 30th of July. The Irish eventing team consists of Cahal Daniels, who rides Rian Rua, ISH, Sam Watson, who partners Tullabeg Flamenco, ISH, Sarah Ennis will ride Horseware Woodcourt Garrison, ISH, and Austin O'Connor is selected on Colorado Blue. Watson and the team secured Olympic qualification when they won a silver medal at the 2018 World Championships. The Carlo man confesses he is fulfilling a lifetime ambition to play a full and active part in the Olympic Games. It hasn't been an easy journey for him. It's in the blood. My dad John went to the Olympics in 1988. The same sort of thing, eventing. I think I chased it a bit more when I was a bit younger, and it didn't really work out for me for London and for Rio in 2016. I was even on the fringes in 2008, but I would have been very young for our sport back then, he recalled. Since 2002, he has lived in Carlow near Ballyloo Cross between Nurney and Tin Ryland, while he also spent six years of that time in England learning and working on acquiring his equestrian expertise, which he is putting to good use now. He has been at three World Games and five European Championships, working and training extremely hard to get to this level. In some reports it was said he is to captain the team in Tokyo, 
but he says this is not the case, pointing out the four members of the team are all equal. His Olympic participation is tinged with sadness. He was close to 15-year-old Tiggy Hancock, who lost her life in a fatal fall off a horse while training at Rathcool in June. She was a rising star in Irish equestrian and was well-liked within and outside the sport. Her passing hit Watson hard. She's from Carlo. She was a part of our team. I coached her. One of her teddies is coming out with us. It will be very special for her. My goal was always to inspire a young talent like Tiggy, and it is a bit of a cruel twist she is the one that is going to be inspiring me. She will be with me in thought and in spirit, I'm sure, said Sam. On the final day of Royal Ascot this year, all the jockeys wore a yellow ribbon in memory of the young Irish equestrian star. Watson says this was so appropriate. We actually have the only yellow horse that will be in Tokyo. My lad, Tullabeg Flamenco, is a dun horse, golden in colour, which is very rare and unique. It is a nice touch and will mean something, assured the Olympic-bound 35-year-old. In his younger days, Watson was consumed about winning a place on an Irish Olympic team. For over 12 years, it didn't happen. Then he married Hannah, known to everyone as Sparkles. They have two children now. He is also self-employed, and Sam says it was the change in emphasis in his life which made him a better writer and a better person. I became a dad in 2013 and have started a business, Equirating, a data analytical company. A lot of our data and software will be used by managers. So I guess the point is, in the last five years, I've probably competed as an athlete. I would say a part-time athlete. I think having the family and having the business gives me a lot of other things to focus on. To be honest, that may have improved my performance, he speculated. As a younger guy who thought about nothing else but going to the Olympics, it didn't happen for me. I think I put too much pressure on myself. You know you can try too hard. That is what was happening. It is all falling into place now and it is pretty special. He says it would not have happened without his wife and her input. Sparkles was an excellent rider in her own right and is the travelling groom for Tullabeg Flamenco. It is like she is the mechanic and I am the driver. The two of us are a team. She does 80% of the work and I get 80% of the credit. It is important she gets her name up in lights as she is a huge part of the team, stresses Sam. They have two children who, like their parents, have grown up in the sport. The parents will miss the birthdays of their children while they are away. Archie, age seven, and Toby, age six. But they will be eight and seven by the time we come back. Archie is the 19th and Toby is the 20th of July. A year and a day apart. We will be flying to Tokyo for much of the day of their birthdays. They are very grounded children. They have had to grow up with us being on the road an awful lot. It has been a part of their lives growing up as well. I have to say the pandemic for most athletes has been a really tough time. A disruption to their preparation and everything, but for myself and Hannah, we actually got to take our foot off the gas a little and enjoy time with the kids, Sam explained. The state of emergency which has been imposed in Japan means the games will be played in empty stadiums. He is not feeling sorry for himself, but empathises with those people who would have had plans to go to the Olympics. For me, it's a privilege and an honour. I'm very grateful the games are going ahead at all. You have to be very respectful of the Japanese people and the Japanese government. 
we're very lucky to be there at all. It is an awful shame for the people who want to be out there spectating. We are living in a world of sacrifices at the moment, and that, spectators not seeing him perform, is a small one, I think. The Olympic Village is only a half hour away from the equestrian arena and is quite central. The three disciplines are show jumping, dressage, cross country. Watson says he has done particularly well in the cross country. It is our showpiece. It's where the speed and the bravery comes in. It is a phase I have probably been stronger in. I enjoy it. I enjoy working it out. I have made a few mistakes in championships in the past and small mistakes I won't want to make again. That is all part of the learning and part of getting to where you're going. You have to make mistakes along the way, Watson reasons. The Carlo Rider has enjoyed some notable successes over the last year. In June 2020, he partnered Imperial Sky when winning the individual award in a top-class Eight Nations team event at Camp Hire in West Waterford. The horse would have gone to the Olympics, but fate ruled otherwise. We had him in line and was probably front-running for the Games at the start of the year. He just picked up a minor injury, which can happen any athlete. But he will be back on the scene next year. It ruled him out for this year, says Sam while pointing out his current mount has been ticking all the right boxes. I have to say Tullabeg Flamenco, who is the horse that is going out there, he stepped up a lot and produced my PB score on him this spring. He is in form, we are in form, and that is good. So all the preparation from an Irish point of view is complete. The journey from Carlo to Japan is underway. Can Watson and Ireland medal at the Games? The team is about a 5-1 to one shot to win a medal. I know that because I do the analytics on it. We are not favourites, but we have a real chance. That is what you need, and we will be doing everything we can to maximise that from now till then. It would be special. We've had a rough month with Tiggy, and if we make her proud and make Carlo proud, I would be delighted, says the latest Carlo Olympian.